Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Lore with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And we have a guest today. Her name is Dr. Lisa. Would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. How are you? I think they're great. My psychic juice sense says they are great, I hope. (laughs) Misty, you think so? I love it. Yes, I do. Missy, do you want to ask Dr. Lisa a question? Okay. Dr. Lisa, I would love to know, do you think that we're all psychic? Absolutely, we are. All of us. Tell us why. Yeah, tell us why. Uh, We are all uh, energetic beings, right? Having a human experience. And that phrase is thrown around just willy-nilly these days. And I think it's lost its power. And if you, if everyone listening right now can just meditate on that for just a second, just let it sit and simmer. You are actually an energetic being that you physically, your physical being cannot see, cannot touch, cannot taste, cannot, well, I mean, I suppose, but cannot hear, right? So it's something you can't see. It's like, it's an unknown. That energy is actually what's animating you. That energy, if you allow it to, controls and should control and guide your physical being, your avatar in this game. So if your energy, then you are connected to a collective consciousness, which it is essence is psychic ability, something beyond you, but is you. Oh, I love it. That's a great answer. Something that is beyond you. That is you. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. (laughs) I'm going to remember that. So what, what what led you to that conclusion? Like, where did you where, where, tell us about you? Tell the listeners. Well, about <laughs> this is a winding road. So um, I have known that I was born or incarnated with specific abilities a little bit greater than maybe some others from the outset, outset since I was a child. So I've had premonitions and dreams and precognition and operated in what the church would call the gift of prophecy um, since I was knowingly about eight years old and it runs strong in my family. I come from a very Christian family, mind you. And at my first premonition dream at eight that I can recall, I just remember telling my mother, Hey, I had this dream about my, one of my little besties at that age in third grade. And uh, there was, you know, I could see mile markers and times and things, and there was potentially going to be an accident on their trip up north to northern Wisconsin. I'm in Wisconsin. Yeah. And my mom just was kind of like, oh, you have the gift and went off and just, you know, kind of alerted my friend's mother. And they were like, okay, fine. We'll leave a little later. A long story short, as it turns out, when they came upon that mile marker, there was a 15 car pileup because there had been a group of a family of deer that had attempted to cross the road and it caused havoc. And um, so from that point forward, I always knew. So in Christianity, you know, there's all these different denominations and non-denominational and belief systems. Well, I grew up non-denominational and with the beliefs of the gifts of the spirit. So to me, I didn't understand why people just didn't operate that way because this is what the Bible said and this is what I do. So why 
aren't we yeah. all just operating that way? Yes. Of course, in the confines of Christianity, there's this box you have to put yourself in. And so even though I went all around the country prophesying and teaching and laying on of hands and what they would call faith healing and what I now call channeling and giving, you know, messages, you know, channeling the angels and, you yeah. know, channeling channeling Jesus, you know, yes. and all of that. You know, we didn't call it that then, but that's exactly what it is. Um, I just operated that way and always wanted to be outside of this box. I didn't understand why Christianity forced me to have certain beliefs, but then couldn't explain others. Right. Yes. Right. So it just didn't fit. And at some point life happened. Um, my second marriage fell apart uh, because I came home and caught him cheating in my house but that's a whole that that'd be another whole hour-long conversation about empaths and narcissists we'll do that another time <laughs> that's a necessary one <laughs> that's necessary Ooh. necessary you're coming back for that one if you want <laughs> so you know it, it was what it was but but what happened is the answers i was getting from all of the church folks was either i was not submissive enough or i chose the wrong man i need to let god choose for me the next time or you know just wait the right man is coming and you know that it just it wasn't working right that, the, none of that was telling me why i came home to find my husband with another woman on the couch in my living room yeah. in our house after yeah. four months of marriage nobody wow. that didn't explain nothing to me I didn't no. get it no. no of course not so then that's when I said this ain't it I have to find something else and that's how I got introduced to spirituality through my counselor because I was broken completely broken yeah. I didn't know anything about meditation or chakras or anything like that so I had unconsciously, consciously been doing these things. And she, under another name. Yeah, absolutely. But I was always told that all these things were evil and that the tarot yeah. was evil. And astrology, said, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but astrology was evil. All these things are evil. Divination is evil. Mm-hmm. And yet here it is that I have finally figured out a connection I've never felt before, a true connection outside of the meat suit, as my good friend says. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Outside of this avatar. Yeah. And so that when, it, when I opened up to that, I opened up to a collective consciousness that I've never looked back from. At that point, became a Reiki master, became a shaman, became an astrologer, became a coach, became a tarot reader, a healer. Just I was already those things. I think that's what I want everyone to understand is you are already all of these things. Yes. You just got to remember. Yeah. And try. And yes. And try. I agree. (laughs) And try. Yes. It may not work the first time or it might be doing something. I think I really, Dr. Lisa, I really think everybody is doing consciously something with their energy, some kind of energy work, and they're not aware they're doing it. Almost everybody, everybody I've met is I can, you know, if they're not aware of it, I can look at them and be like, oh, they're doing blah, blah, blah right now. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not positive because I'm not them, but I can tell, you know, like a telepath, they they don't usually have any idea they're telepaths. Right. That's how everybody is, or they have a very strong perception, for example. It scares them. It scares them too. Yeah. I have, before I knew a lot of this, I would do things like in my mind, and it would happen and it would scare me. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and I started to learn that I can, you know, do right with that. You know what I mean? And, yes. And I remember, guys, not too long ago, I was on a plane and I was trying to get the energy in that plane and absorb it. And every time I would go, like, ground myself in that plane, the plane shook. And I kid you not. And then I would stop and it would stop. I did it three <laughs> times. But nobody around me knew what I was doing. Don't and crash I, that plane. Me <laughs> No, it was just like a little vibration, like it would just kind of, you know, move around a little bit. Freaked me out, but I was like, I can do that. (laughs) Absolutely. You can, Absolutely. Yeah. You know what, too, like what I how I teach people how to tap in and how to remember. Um, I start them off real simple. So have you ever gotten ready to go somewhere to the store or whatever? And you just had this feeling, oh, man, I need to wait a few minutes or something distracts you and you didn't go at the precise time. Maybe you couldn't find your keys. You know, my angels hide mm-hmm. my keys on me a lot. I think it's funny. Um, so we play this game. So, you know, you you can't find your keys or whatever. And then come to find out, had you left at that time, maybe you would have run into somebody you really didn't want to, or maybe there would have been an accident, or maybe yeah. there there could have been certain things that would have happened that would have been negative in your life. That's yeah. your intuition. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Or when you just know, you, when someone calls you on the, on your phone and you're just like, I was just thinking about you. All the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's psychic. Yeah. Yes, right? Yes. You get that gut feel all the time. Yeah. Yes. You get this gut feeling of I need to go here to maybe apply for a job or something, or I'm feeling drawn to this type drawn. of drawn. What is that? What is drawn yes. to? What does that mean? I mean, you know, it means it means we're supposed to go to energy it. is drawing you yeah. to it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as we begin to acknowledge those little things here and there. That it's just like a, a muscle. You acknowledge and give attention to the muscle and you go and work out. Now, I need to work out a little bit more, but you need to go. I need to really get going. But you yeah. work out. <laughs> right. And what happens? That muscle becomes stronger. Yeah. Yes. And the fat around that muscle. Now, I know y'all probably ain't got the same problem I do, but that's OK. I'm going to be open about it. You know, the, the, the fat around the muscle begins to what? It begins to fall away. So if you begin to look at that fat as what's blocking you at that fat, actually, this is a whole different subject, this but is especially, a good metaphor. It is. <laughs> but especially like it. women, um, w- women, some women, we tend to get overweight in certain areas of our body more so than others. And they would tell you it's biology, right? We get more overweight around our midsection and such. That's actually a protective barrier. That's us. Is it? That's, that's us. The energy of I want to protect myself from getting hurt. I want to protect myself from attracting a, a, a person, whatever, you know, the same yes. or opposite sex or what have you. Yes. I, I, I want to protect myself from love because I don't really feel I a deserve love or B that love is not going to hurt me or whatever the case may be. So what do we do? We protect our sacral. Yes. Right. Yeah, the seat of our femininity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We protect, we put this protective barrier around us so that we repel actually that which we really desire. Yeah. So that's our way of doing it. So 
if you're going to act as you exercise that muscle, the fat begins to to fall away. So what has protected you or your mind said, I need to protect you from this because you're either going to be considered crazy or gosh only knows what you could possibly unleash in your life. And oh, my God, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The fat falls away and then that muscle becomes stronger and your spiritual gifts become so amazingly honed and toned and you have the ability to control that yes i love that yes control it 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 is and and work with it and do all kinds of things with it you know once you have that control of something belief is really for me believing that it was real and and then seeing for myself examples it took yes. years for me to really accept it was happening or that yeah. I could read, read people and do things. And when I could, I would, you know, minimalize it. Mm. It can really happen. Or maybe right. I just got lucky or you something. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, uh, for a long time. And I think a lot of people um, like empaths, like you're talking about with weight. I've noticed a lot of people who have very strong empathy will weigh a lot more sometimes because they, like you said, the padding, it is padding. It's literal armor. Your yeah. body like armor to don't from, pay attention to me, you know. Don't yeah, it's your body. Your body just starts kind of doing it. You don't even have to be eating. Sometimes some people aren't even eating much, and they're still gonna put on the weight because mm-hmm. it's not water weight or anything. It's actually their energy saying yes. imbalance, saying, "Hey, we need to protect something." Yes, mm-hmm. let's do it this mm-hmm. way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can take us a while. Like you know. Of course, I've had three children and all these. I can make all these, you know, statements and whatnot. Um, but it's taken me a while to get to a point where I'm feel good enough within me. First of all, I, it doesn't matter anymore. Like I'm fine. Um, but now I'm on a different journey where it's like, okay, I'm going to begin to lose the weight, not for anybody else, but for me, yes. and because I am all right with being seen. Yes. Yeah. Truth be told. Yes. I'm okay yeah. with being seen now. That wasn't the case. Why were you afraid ago. of being seen? Is it that's too personal? You don't have to say, but um, I think there's a lot of reasons why, because uh, the more you're st- <laughs> the okay. So every powerful empath, I believe firmly has to have his or her narcissistic relationship event and sometimes we have more than one because that begins to show us that inner the real deep rooted shadow work that we need to do i have a saying that the 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 dirty little secret of the empath is we help everybody else because we really don't want to look inside and help ourselves yes yes that's a very good point yes so i didn't necessarily want to be seen because uh if you see me as the oracle that i am are you going to accept me? Um, Are you going to accept what I have to bring to the table? Are you going to immediately attack me because I'm not no longer prescribing to a specific religious and spiritual belief? Um, And do I deserve to be seen? You know, do I really deserve that? And that, that was a lot of things that, I've had to work through over the years. And I will tell you, each time I get ready to go reach that next level, I start having weight issues again. Oh, wow. It just happens. Protecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But now I recognize what that is. And I'm like, okay, what's my fear? Right. 
What, yeah. what would really happen if, bam, I'm out here helping people create their businesses? What would really happen? Their spiritual, spirit-infused businesses. Okay, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I don't know. We'd have a whole bunch of light workers out here helping raise the vibration of humanity. I guess that's the worst thing that can happen, right? It's so is that so bad? That's so bad. It's not bad at all. You know, or people, you know, a lot of us go through this where we don't, you know, we're told so often that if you're operating in your gifts, you don't get the right to be or deserve to be abundant in every area, including money in your life. That's people who don't believe that it's like you should pay, be paid to heal. But a doctor does. Yeah, it doesn't. You know? And it's not the right kind of healing. A, the- a therapist does. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and I can even take it back to biblical and pre-biblical times. Every time a prophet or a medicine woman or a medicine man or a priest or a priestess would come in the area or you would go to that temple. You brought something. Oh, yeah. Gift. Shaman, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Shamans, whatever. You Mm -hmm. brought something. And it wasn't because of anything other than there should be an even energy exchange. Right. 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 So and and I tell people all this, I go right back to the Bible because that's that's the te- holy text that I know the best. Right. Yeah. So I go right back to the Bible. I'm like when the prophet and the prophetess came to town, what happened? We have many examples of bringing oil and gold and clothes and goats and all sorts of things. Not because they're like, oh, well, you know, unless you pay me five ninety nine, you know, I'm not going to do anything for you. It's because they respected our energy. We, exactly. Energy. Yeah. They respected that within us. So while all of us, yes, are psychic, I think more of us need to recognize not only are we psychic, but we're powerful healers, teachers, mentors, right? We're powerful coaches. We're powerful crystal bracelet makers or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Yeah. We have something. We're powerful business people. We're, we're, we're powerful, you know, woodworkers, whatever the case is, you can infuse that spirit into your energy, into anything. Yes. You and, and, and there's supposed to be a balance. And that balance right now is money. Yeah. Before it used to be oil and goats and clothes, and we might get back to that point. I don't know the way yeah. the economy is right. <laughs> kind of looking like. <laughs> but it's just an honoring, right? It's yeah. an honoring. And I think yeah. more of us need to wake yeah. up to that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it makes so much sense the way that you said it. Listeners, um, I met Lisa, Dr. Lisa on Instagram recently, and um, we talked back and forth. And uh, she she actually helps people start their businesses in this fields in these fields. So we talk about on the podcast and have been for we've covered a lot of topics, Dr. Lisa. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't even touched, even scratched the surface. I feel like you know, <laughs> there's so, so many avenues. There's so many stories. You know, everybody has a story. Yeah. And um, so, what, how do you help people start their businesses? Like, what do you do for them? Well, I have a different number of different ways, but the the crux and the core of it is a program that I developed called the Practical Lightworker. And um, 
because to me, I hear when we hear the word light worker, right, or we people present as light workers, a lot of times they're just kind of like very ethereal, and that's beautiful and that's great. I love it. Um, but everything isn't um, unicorns and fairy dust. So um, the practical side of me that came up through corporate America and has mm. built other businesses before and helped other people build their businesses said we got to have this balance because we have all of this up here that we have these abilities to do. And yet we're not grounding them into the earth to, to make them, to, to bring them to manifestation of healing and the raising of the frequency and the human vibration um, in totality. Right. So what we do is over the course of six months, we help, we say, what do you already have in your hand? Yeah. Like you said, a lot of people are already doing this work and they don't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. So what do you have in your hand? What's your heart? Who do you want to help? And we help identify that and then help you formulate not only just one business, but multiple businesses, right? Multiple streams of income within that. So various people can, wherever they're at, they can interact and work with you and help you formulate that business, the structure, go out on social media, present yourself in a way that you're adding value and you're attracting your tribe. And then also we have something we call a limitless lightworker certification. So in that I teach metaphysics, astrology, how to create guided meditations that you can put out for others or just for your clients. Um, tarot, Akashic and Galactic records. So like Figuring out what the galactic records. Yeah. I've never heard of the galactic records. I need the to hear about that. Yeah, the galactic yeah. are your star seed records. Like oh. we all had a jump off point from source, and yeah. not enough of us read those records, right? Yeah, so, I, I can't read them. I, I mean, I haven't tried. I've tried once. We had a we had a we have had a woman come on the show a couple times who reads the akashic records. Yeah, and she taught, walked us through like kind of a meditation to be able to do it. And I did walk through it like in my imagination and I saw uh, my book in this meditation and it had like yes. red heart, but I've never heard of uh, a galactic one. I've never heard of that before. I know about the stars. We had, we've had, epi- you know, season Emmy episodes about star seeds and stuff like yeah. that. And the galactic beings. Tell us about that. Yeah. yeah I want to hear about that. I don't yeah. mean to interrupt you. That <laughs> caught my attention. You're fine. <laughs> so the galactic record. So like I was saying, there's like, we all have a jump off point. I mean, understanding that there is no quote unquote time, but that's the only way we can understand this right through that construct. So we all have a jump off point from source because we are all as energetic beings, aspect of source, God, the universe, spirit, however, you know, that. It goes back to you saying you can feel like a consciousness, like of everybody and you connect. Yes. Yeah. So we all have a point. And uh, some of us, our original jump off point is like, closer to source. So I will say like eighth, ninth dimension, right? And those are more of the people that they tend to be more of the way showers or they tend to be the ones um, that are these quantum fields where you kind of come in and you're a catalyst and all of these things. Um, I know some people like that. Yes. Yeah. And you, I think you are too, but you take, you, you, you contain it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So don't, don't think you can't read the galactic, (laughs) right? But then from wherever you come, you, we all have different, not we all, but a a good chunk of us, the star seeds have different points that we have mm, 
been incarnated at throughout the universe because you can't come from sixth, seventh, eighth, whatever dimension and come directly down into third dimension. It's too dense. You have to get used to densifying. You have to get used to kind of coalescing your energy to become solid, right? Okay. So, so what the galactic records are is I tend to see either the original jump off point usually, or I see one very close to that where that's a predominant aspect of who you are. So lately I've been running into a lot of Andromedans. I've been running into a lot of um, Syrians from Sirius, Orions. I've been running into some, some of like from the Zeta race or from Mer. Um, and a lot of times people will just be like, well, I'm a Palladian. Well, honey, most of us were, okay? <laughs> like that's like kind of the final jump before you go come into 3D, from a 5D to a 3D. So it's that galactic is just kind of seeing your tree as your energy okay. has gone into different dimensions and had different incarnations. That's amazing. Right. I would love, I, I will definitely be looking more into that because I'm really yes, curious. I'm going to, really cool. yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Love it. not enough of us read them. And, I, I would uh, love to yeah, learn, could, learn from you. Yeah. You, have, you have so much knowledge, like, <laughs> yes. many different points of view too. Yeah. So you can teach it really well, I bet. Yeah. Ergo limitless light worker. I don't believe that while, again, we're all psychic and there's a lot of people probably listening that are mediums or readers or of different kinds. We're not limited to just that if we really, truly believe we're infinite beings. So the reason why I teach so many of the basics, the tarot, Akashic, and I tie it all together with Reiki um, attunement. And when I attune, I'm a, I used to be a Reiki master teacher, but I've recognized that I also infuse some shamanic energy and some Sekhmet Reiki and all these different energies into the attunement because I believe in teaching you how to not just be in tune with the universal life force frequency, but how do you kind of be Neo and go into the construct and say, I need guns, lots of guns, <laughs> and they come, right? Or how do you be Trinity and hop into that, that, that helicopter and say, I need to know how to operate this. And then it's downloaded. That's showing you how you can go up and say, this is the gift I wish to use because this is how energy must present itself as I'm helping this other party. Okay. And you go and you get it and you yeah. operate in that frequency. So we certify you in being a limitless light worker as well as what we call the LBA. So don't get your MBA, get your LBA. And that's your <laughs> light worker business accelerator. And so that. we do that together and then over that course of time, you have a business, you have a, you have a business. If you do about 80% of what we tell you to do, you have a business and then you go on and have your career in light work. That's my goal. That's Be amazing. Prosper in purpose. I love that you're doing that. I had, had had, like when I was younger, I wanted to be doing what you're doing. And uh, I didn't. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little older. I don't, maybe I will still someday. It's never yeah, too late, honey. I just turned 54 late. years old. It is never I'm, I'm too right late. behind you. <laughs> I didn't start this, honey, till I was in my 50s. Okay? Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, you did start it really young, just not with a, just with a different name. Right, but not different this, angle. Yeah. right? You yeah. know, I coached people and everything for a while first and built that up to six-figure business. And then 
spirit said one day, it's time for you to help others because I can't do it all on my own. Yeah. You can't, you guys can't do it. We can't do it all on our own people. So we're here to help you wake up to that. Right. Yes. And um, so we have that. And then we have other ways. I've got a creators from the heart membership and all different ways that people can work with us to build themselves to this point where they're giving permission to their purpose to provide for their person. I love that mantra. Give permission to your purpose to provide for your person. And then you all be happy. Everybody be happy then. Everybody should be happy. We want everybody should walk in and They'll be doing what they're, what they're supposed to be doing, their passion. Absolutely. Now, Missy, yeah. Missy Missy, I know you have questions. I know you want to pick her brain. I want to keep going, so I'm going to let you. <laughs> um, well, okay, so um, you were talking about, you know, the different steps for, you know, how you teach in the businesses. So uh, step one was, you know, figuring out what it is that you're passionate about and what you want in it. So. After that, you know, you go towards or or you're asking the light workers to help you then. Is that correct? Well, I my my coaches and I have this really cool ability to you tell me who you want to help and Uh you tell me how. Right. And Uh I help I dig in a little bit further because the first place we start, let me just tell you. The first place we start with this is what is the greatest pain that you have yourself overcome? What's that pain that 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 energetic trauma you've transmuted, right? Yeah. And then reintegrated into your being. So it's elevated. So now that can come around, but it doesn't hit you the same. You grow, you right, you you've released yeah. the shadow and allowed it to be free and be in the light in a higher octave. So I, we start there to create your niche because what happens, honestly, we all want to help everybody, but we help you create your DNA seed. We put the DNA in the seed and then we plant the seed with you and we water it and we weed it and we let it grow and then it can grow into this massive thing. But we start somewhere. That's why I started this whole thing because I was learning all this stuff over here in the spiritual realm. And I went to a business coach and learned all this other stuff over here, but there's nobody was putting them together. Yeah. So in November 2020, I said, well, why not? (laughs) So I put it together. Okay. I I, I know. And you're right. You know, one thing is true about light work, light work, like that, like light working, I think, (laughs) light working, light working, or doing work in the field of this, you know, healing basically is what it is. And uh, it's, it's not something one person can do. It's not something two people can do. It's really, you know, for me, a, a, a dream would be for everybody just to like accept themselves, be happy and just dwell. Absolutely. Yes. You no, know? <laughs> and just have Absolutely. a good time. There's a lot of hurt in the world. There's a lot of anger and ignorance. And they don't know how to let that go. And what you, you said about the narcissism, and it's interesting that you say every empath has to have their narcissist. Uh, it seems like to me that I've, I've seen that in action and um, it, the, a lot of empaths, they don't value themselves over any no. other people. They mm-hmm. learn that through the narcissists and getting yes, that healing. they do. You know, I think. I agree. Yeah, and we're they, taught they that as children, you. though. Yeah, Most, we are. I, I've not met an empath yet, and maybe one of you might be the first. But I've not met an empath yet that when they were kids, they weren't the fixer 
the the one that you know the 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 one that got everybody like okay it's all right like you know mm-hmm. and and they put their own needs wants and desires behind everybody else's because they just wanted peace in the house yes right. amen to that yes mm-hmm. that was and me yeah I, I love that that was me yeah and me. then it becomes as a teenager, you still do that. And then we begin to have these inter, inter interpersonal relationships where we we're always the one that's okay. 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 And even Back in my down. corporate yeah. world, I would always say I was the kingmaker. Mm-hmm. And one day I realized I don't just want to be the kingmaker. I'm the queen. When you make that king, once the king sits on his throne, he tends to forget about you and act like you never existed. Mm-hmm. True. He doesn't do the same for you like you did for him. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, so we don't see that in ourselves though until we have this narcissist that comes in and can that automatically can see all of those areas where we're unhealed and identifies them. And then at first love bombs you and and you just feel fabulous, right? Yeah. They love bomb, love bomb, love bomb. But what they have to do is they got to take their energy vampires. And so they got to take that energy from you because they really don't have light within themselves because they've been hurt usually. Yes. So they, but their reaction to it was different from ours. Their reaction was, I'm going to create this facade and I'm going to release all of it because if I love, I get hurt. So instead, I'm just going to steal from everybody else. And I'm I'm just going to create this like, you really, this is not who I really yeah, yeah, am, yeah. but I'm going to be who I think I need to be for everybody to be attracted to me and love me and all this stuff. Yes. So they suck all this out of you. And then at one, then, then when they really want to turn the screws and make sure that you don't leave them, that's when they start flipping it on you. That's when yes. they start gaslighting you. Yes. That's then they go to your friends in the smear campaign. Mm-hmm. That's when they cut you off from your family and friends that could possibly help you not fall into this trap. So if you're able to see this for what it is through my ex, my second ex-husband, I'm not doing it again. Through my second yeah. ex-husband, <laughs> I recognized that I still had daddy issues, that I still had self-esteem issues, that even though the world saw me as this really powerful woman, you know, who made it and did it on her own, even though she was a single mother of three, even though she's African-American, even though all these things, even though I had to leave college, she's a she, um, even though I had to leave college because I got pregnant and ran out of money, all these things, I still... I didn't value me. I put this facade out here, but I was not in touch with my own feelings because I did not value my feelings. Yeah. I valued everybody else's. Mm -hmm. So there was a whole lot that was going on that I was able to see after that narcissistic experience. I would not be who I am today had I not had it. Right. Amen. Right. So I'm grateful for it. Yes. I love that. Because most people, that's what they need to be. I have a question for you. Could you give any advice to listeners who might be in a situation like that and might think they might be? They're not sure. What kind of advice might you give them to let them know how they can figure that out? If they are in a situation with a person who is taking their energy and telling them they can't have a life, basically, without saying those words. 
and manipulating them. And they're yeah. wondering, it might be, they're like, hmm, they, this person might be, uh, maybe I am an empath and this is happening to me. What would if you ask them to ask themselves? Maybe if you're asking yourself the question, then you already know the answer. Then the answer is yes. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. If you have to ask yourself the question, the answer is yes. How does one then transition out of that? First of all, do not be ashamed. Mm -hmm. Do not be ashamed that you feel that you're that that you've fallen into this position. Don't start to, even if it's, you got to reach out in secret, even if you got to listen to podcasts and, and maybe watch some people like myself on YouTube or whatever the case may be, begin to recognize that you deserve to be happy and whole and healed and that you have a, an amazingly powerful purpose in this world. And this is why you're going through what you're going through. Yes. You have to learn that you do deserve it. And then you, you gotta do. go through it. You can have it. You yeah. do. And if nobody else tells you this today, I want to tell you that you are loved. I love you. We love you. The universe loves you. And I honor and respect the beautiful, divine, loving being that you are. Love it. I totally agree. I love you too. Ah, I love you oh, too. I love all y'all. Oh, <laughs> I love all y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes. And a lot of people that come to me are, end up either they've just gotten out of this or they're in it right now. A lot of light workers that come to me. And so that's that's why we build up the other side, right? So, you know, a lot of times people, folks will come and they thought they went through a dark night of the soul. But baby, we do an attunement and it just shakes it up. Um, but we're here to help and we're here to also do like energy work with our students as well. So we help you with that because this particular dark night of the soul, first of all, never be afraid of it, guys. Do not be afraid. Right. Even through worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? Like nothing can be born unless something dies. True. Amen. Yep. You got it. The whole tower. You pulled the tower card. The yes. tower's <laughs> got to come down. The structure that you've built your life on. <sighs> Let me tell you, so you built it on sand. So we got to take it down. And then build the concrete structure that's going to facilitate your true growth. Yes. Oh, I okay. love that. So you allowing yourself to go through that deconstruction, transmutation, and reconstruction is going to allow you to have the light that your tribe needs to see so they can follow you and follow that light and go through the same healing that you're going through right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, you know, I think every single one of us, we all have different healing processes, different things we have to yes. heal from. And that's, yes. those are the people we attract. Well, my clients as a reader advisor, they usually have similar issues to ones I've had all my life or I have overcome. Usually Absolutely. if I haven't overcome them, they, have, they don't usually come to me. They just, oh. they just happen that way. You know? Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. It's interesting. So where, where can listeners find you and find out more about you, Dr. Lisa? Well, 
I'm all over. Um, <laughs> I'm on um, Instagram at Heart of INSP, um, uh, TikTok at Heart of INSP, I think too, or Heart of Inspiration, YouTube Heart of Inspiration, and my website is heartofinspiration.net. So pretty much anywhere on social media, you'll find me there. Um, I'm actually on this new thing you guys might want to also um, hear about. It's called the Wisdom app. Um, it's kind of a spiritual clubhouse. What? Where? I need to be there. It's called Wisdom. <laughs> and, I'm not sure. I want to join. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. So I'm on the Wisdom app, Heart of Inspiration. So y'all come find It's new. So okay. guys, come over. I mean, it's amazing. There's so many from all different walks of spirituality. Um, and even just like there's medical doctors and there's counselors and there's financial advisors. You can just find almost anything, right? Um, so we're on the Wisdom app as well. So I'm also doing that. And also I have a podcast called the Sunday Soul Podcast. Her podcast Ooh. is wonderful, listeners. I was listening to it for a couple of days after we talked. You, you have a great podcast. Thank you. You guys if you like podcasts, you will love hers. If you <laughs> like ours, have to come on her. mine. And let's, let's all, we would love let's to. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, and what, listeners, I'll put all these this information and links in the podcast description. Oh, and by the way, this is a video podcast on Spotify. Forgot to tell you that in the beginning. I always forget in the beginning, but I put it in the description. I love that. <laughs> I, I have it? a gift for your listeners too. Is that okay for me to give y'all your listeners a gift? I would love that. I think the listeners yes. would love a gift, don't you, Misty? Gifts are good, yes. <laughs> so we're going to make sure that they have the link below, but I wrote um, an interactive ebook um, that I've um, called um, Living the Quantum Life. Mm. And it's interactive because I go through how I began to live quantumly, um, basically unashamedly, unabashedly, just infinite. And uh, and so we go through how to access that quantum field, right? Your quantum field to bring it into manifestation into this realm. And so I want to give that to you all as well as a seven-day meditation series that uh, takes you through the healing process of being able to live quantumly. So I will give you all, I call it a quantum bundle. So I I will make sure that you all have the ability to go and download those as well. That's amazing. I'll thank the listeners. I'll thank thank you for the listeners and because I'm going to go through it too. Um, And I'll put that link in there first. Listeners, if you're looking for that one, that'll be the first link. In the yes, that's, that's your gift. Yeah. That's, that's yes. our gift. <laughs> I know. And um, yeah. another gift is our sponsor. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And uh, lastly, I want to thank Dr. Lisa and my bestie, Misty. <laughs> and of course, and of course, the listeners who are the reason we do this. We love you. We love you. And any last words, Lisa? Any advice or anything for the listeners? You've given so much advice. It's great. Yeah. uh, Um, Just guys, take a moment to love yourself. Take a moment to have gratitude for everything and realize that you are completely unstoppable, wealthy, and free. And don't let anyone take that from you. Yes. Perfect last words. It is. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Bye. Bye.